0: Hello everyone, welcome along to another episode of Championship Drill and our World Cup daily show. Uh, finishing off the group stages today, Group G and Group H, and we'll yeah. talk about uh, both groups as the show goes on and look ahead to the full uh, fixture list for the second round, which is now in place. Ooh. So starting with the games tonight in Group G, as we've been going alphabetical order all the way through, we may as well stick with that, Yeah. and uh, Cameroon against Brazil a uh, very very changed brazil side nine yeah. changes i think
1: it seems to be a trend doesn't it like if you're yeah. already, if you're already through let's just rest our whole team yeah and, and, then, then,
0: they yeah,
1: and then they lose <laughs> yeah and then they lose um yeah i didn't i thought this game was very boring um, i didn't
0: think it was great i mean i suppose we talk a little bit about brazil first hmm. um I think, like, they made nine changes. So you're like, these guys that have come in, we're going to look at them. We're going to see, you know, if they can, you know, maybe push for a starting place or whatever. Um if I was to go through that team in terms of how they played, I thought Ederson and Gold to start with wasn't great. Mm-hmm. I thought his passing from the back, which is something we know he's very good at with Man City, yeah. wasn't really good today. Yeah. Um Danny Alves, captain, 39, didn't look brilliant. No. Uh, Alex Tellez obviously went off injured but didn't look great before that. Bremer was terrible. Uh, Fabinho gave the ball away a lot. Fred gave the ball away a lot. Only two good players were the two Arsenal lads. I think, I think Jesus was decent. I think he could have done better. I thought Anthony started the first half very well. I thought Anthony was very good in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think Martinelli was Brazil's best player and the only one who looked like he was going to score a goal. Yeah. But I was very, very, very disappointed in Bruno Guimaraes. Yeah. Uh, we were only talking Bruno, about it
1: before we came on.
0: He missed a lot of good chances that were putting a play for him. But beyond that, he gave the ball away a lot. Mm. He picked the wrong decision, I thought, anytime he went forward. I yeah. think he had an awful game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think he was one of the ones that was maybe pushing to maybe try and get in the team. I don't think he has a, a, any hope of doing that. But um,
1: very I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I would change this whole team again against Korea.
0: I would. I think. like you said. I think the only person who has any chance of getting into the team against Korea is Martinelli. Yeah. I think he's literally the only one. I I would say has any chance. I thought the rest of them really let themselves down in this game.
1: And the thing is, like especially because the world are watching and it's Brazil. You take to go off. Yeah. I don't know to why.
0: I don't know what it was. I, like, I really thought they were very, very poor. And to be fair, had Cameroon scored again or had Switzerland scored again the other game, Brazil would have been playing Portugal in the second round instead of Korea.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You know, very sloppy from them. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot of players tonight in that Brazil team who were like really disappointed how they did. I say that. I, I thought Ribeiro and Pedro were awful. It's got to be that. <laughs> Ribeiro, who's what, 30 something now? Yeah. He looked terrible.
1: Yeah, I don't think he should have been picked in general. Like
0: if 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 I'm um, what's his name at uh, Firmino at Liverpool?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm looking at i and thinking really or Ribeiro rather. Yeah, I know. And and thinking really, you don't think I could do better than that? Exactly. Uh, yeah. There. Brazil were awful. Camerundo eliminated, but a famous victory for them.
1: Uh, but the thing is, it was it was a shame because the referee should have shown common sense at the end.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, sent off. But you know what? You take that red card every day of the week. Getting yeah. the winner against Brazil. Um, I thought Embuemo very very good in this tournament for them. I think he's one of their best players. Um, and yeah. Abu uh, Abubakar, who had who was basically sent off because of um, taking his shirt off. He got a second yellow. His first yellow was basically Martinelli was done him for plays through on goal and it was essentially a rugby tackle so no complaints about the first yellow card for sure yeah. and the second one like you said sometimes you need to use a bit of common sense he's just scored a goal for his team to beat Brazil it's a famous victory he got caught up in the moment yeah. I know by the letter the law you're supposed to book him but like do you really have to exactly like it's kind of bizarre Uh but Cameroon go home, I think, you know, probably better than I thought they were going to be.
1: Yeah, I was watching the um, RT coverage and the uh, the guys were all about them. They'll be good next time. Um, they have young players that are coming up.
0: They do, and they could be good next time. But we've been waiting for them since they burst on scene in 1990. We've been waiting for them to repeat that or or go anywhere close to that, and they never have. And I just think, um, you know, they were unlucky in a way against Switzerland. Like it could have went different for them. Yeah. But uh, but but there you go. A famous famous victory for Cameroon. Like Brazil had chances. I think that um, there was talk, obviously, with O'Nana being sent home. But I thought the the guy that came in from was brilliant tonight. She it was like him against Martinelli for a while. Yeah. Uh, oh, I I, did... I thought he was pretty good.
1: Surely Brazil won't play this bad again.
0: I wouldn't think so. I mean, similar to like France lost to Tunisia when they did a similar thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's the right thing to do. I think you make four, five changes most. You don't change nine players. Yeah. Um, and not only did they change nine players, one of the players, like Fred was one he left on. And um, who was the other one that he left on at the back? Militao, who he moved in from fullback into centre back.
1: Oh, was top of head, I can't remember his name.
0: Yeah, I think it was military. I think he moved in from yeah, yeah. Back yeah, yeah, back. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So he's playing in a different position as well. So you know, you're kind of changing him as well. Uh bizarre, bizarre decision. Now Brazil should have won it. They had the chances to win it. Uh, they had the possession certainly, but a lot of the final balls were poor. Um, Cameroon had a few decent efforts from outside the box as well. I mean, they could have got more than the one goal that they did get and they probably wouldn't have deserved that but I think for the way they defended the way they played and uh, they're going to remember this victory for quite a while I'd imagine those players
1: no doubt uh, I think the, who was on comedy uh, the fellow that used to play for Liverpool oh his head got out of my out of my head <laughs> right but uh, basically he was saying that he was in the squad when Ireland beat Brazil um, yeah yeah Liam Brady goal yeah many years ago Um it was
0: and a friendly, oh, but, and it's still still it was, talked about somewhat. Yeah, it was just that
1: kind of thing where, like, it's a massive occasion to be Brazil, right? because we talked before they're expected to win every game. Yeah. Um, no matter what.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's not only is it a good victory. Yeah. For for Cameroon and a famous victory for them, it's only the third player ever to score against Brazil, third African player ever to score against Brazil. Yeah, Drogba did it in two thousand and ten, Madip did it in two thousand and fourteen. Oh. Um and and um Abu Bakr became the third African player to score a goal against Brazil and lead his team basically to victory. Harsh that he was sent off, big smile on his face, though so he didn't care. No. I mean they were going home anyway. There was minutes left. He really just didn't care. No. He had a feeling that was going to be the winner. Um and, and so be it. He was happy enough to to take take The card because of that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything else to say about that? You think Brazil will be okay going forward? They'll make the changes necessary, yeah. Like, I imagine
1: they'd, they'd have to hit the obviously win. Um, yeah. but if they play anything like this, Korea have a chance, but they won't play like this.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: it'll be a very tight game. I still think it'll be. T- I still think Korea are dogged, like,
0: yeah, absolutely. So but the result, the way it was, the kind of meant Switzerland had to at least get a point mm. against Serbia. Serbia had to win to go through. Um, crazy game. Before the game started, we were chatting about how Serbia went with Mitrovic, Vlahovic, and Tadic all in the lineup to begin the game. So they were going for it because they had to. Um, and yeah. then the player come, coming back into the Swiss side, Shaqiri. Got a nice goal after twenty minutes. I say a nice goal it took a massive deflection. Um, you know he did take the shot early through the player's leg, but did hit the defender and go the other direction. And um, they're giving the goal to Shakiri. But I, you know, it's supposed to be a harsh showing goal, but it took a massive deflection.
1: Yeah, I was why more watching. Uh, yeah, the Brazil game, but they did try to show the goals as they
0: popped up. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I was very impressed with Switzerland. I have to say. Um, I I thought they were very very good in terms of how they controlled the game. And yeah. um, I thought share at the back particularly good. Xhaka was good. Jacka um, was good. And there's a few of them. Um the Kyria, who we've talked about before, doesn't get a chance at Chelsea. Yeah, <laughs> um, wonderful player. He was very good as well. Vargas was decent. You know, they they, they played well, especially once they went three 2 up. And um, they just played the game out. It was brilliantly done. But Serbia, despite going to go down, got two goals: Mitrovic, Vlavic, and at that stage, Serbia were going through. And mm-hmm. um, then Mbolo, um, um, who scored in the first game against Cameroon, made it two-two just before half-time, and then Freuler just after half-time. So goal, kind of either side of half-time, really that was, a, was enough good. for Switzerland here. And I tell you what, like they'll fancy their chances against Portugal, I think
1: nearly a lot I'm just looking at the stats because I didn't really see much of this game yeah 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 there's a lot of yellow cards there for for there
0: was there's a bit of a a bit of a grudge match between these guys Um, and it it got a bit um, more than that a few kind of scraps almost broke out here and there um, in the game but yeah there was quite a lot of yellow cards uh, dished out there was 11
1: Um, yellow cards between the two teams
0: yeah, 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 Six, six, I think. Six to Serbia, I think, and five to uh to Switzerland or something along those lines, okay. or seven, maybe seven to Serbia and four to Switzerland. I can't remember. Um, there was a lot anyway. A lot of yellow cards handed out. Um, yes, yeah, Serbia, I suppose. A lot of people thought. Um, I know we didn't give them a, you know, we said chance to get out of the group, but we kind of picked Brazil and Switzerland to get through anyway. I know Serbia, though, were a lot of people's dark horses for the tournament. Um, and they leave with one point bottom of the group. But the uh, they've scored dis- a lot of goals. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Uh, disappointing for them, though, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, Freuler, obviously, who got the winner for Switzerland, the player we know. Plays with for Nottingham Forest. Mm-hmm. Um, as we know, a lot of the Swiss players have played in the Premier League or in the Championship. Um, a lot of them won, won Time or another, uh, Mitrovic great header I thought for the first goal, Brilliant. and Blavic, a nice finish oh. for the for the second one. But Mitrovic looked dead in his feet at the end of the game, and he gave everything, absolutely everything he had, um, to try to try and uh, get Serbia back into the game, and you, you yeah, it wasn't him. enough.
1: You feel for him because the next next time the World Cup comes around, he's in his thirties.
0: Yeah, yeah, um. And yeah, it was a strange, strange game in that way. Like there were so many goals in the space of like 20 minutes or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then nothing after that. Like Switzerland just really played out the game really, really well.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. They know and how they, how, it.
1: they know how to they know how to grind
0: out the wins. They really do. And I think Portugal will probably go into that game as favourites. Uh, they've got to watch Switzerland. Switzerland have been very good for a long time. Exactly, that's the thing. And they've got players with a lot of experience and players with a lot of international experience. Uh, that's not going to be a game where Portugal can show up and just think, "Oh, we're going to beat Switzerland."
1: Well, not after what happened today. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah.
0: Overall, this group kind of uh, for me, the surprise of this group, the nice surprise in a way is Cameroon. Finishing with four points, I didn't think they would. I'd have almost swapped Cameroon and Serbia around, to be honest, where maybe Serbia got four points and Cameroon got one. Um, you know, but Cameroon, nice surprise, didn't get out the group, but a great victory. And for me, like Cameroon are a nice surprise in this group, even though they're going home, um, because I think Switzerland, Brazil, were they were the two best teams in the group.
1: Here we are, or the three games without without yeah. that.
0: So they, um, so they go through. And we will talk about their opponents shortly and we'll go through all the second round games when they're on all that kind of a thing right. later on as well. But we had Group H today as well. Um, Uruguay against Ghana. Mad game. We missed a bit of the first half because we had to suddenly go to the vets after uh, one of my dogs hurt herself playing with the other dog. Um, nothing too serious just damaged one of her nails in the end and the vet was able to, to sort it and she's lying, laying down here next to me now um, but we waited for the penalty <laughs> uh, which was given to Ghana and it looked like it was a penalty a little bit soft probably yeah. um, but it was have,
1: given I wouldn't have given it
0: <laughs> Yeah, but he went over to the sideline and he was like yeah okay penalty yeah. Um, revenge was kind of circulating before this, and we said Ghana can't get into that, or it'll be in trouble.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. terrible
0: penalty for you.
1: Absolutely shocking. Like, I would have him yeah. off.
0: <laughs> get off. It was
1: that yeah. bad. I was terrible. Like, there was no pace or nothing on the
0: Yeah,
1: uh, And
0: then the RS the Sieta, two goals in quick succession for Uruguay. They're 2 0 up suddenly, and look like they're going through.
1: And Portugal as well were one up at this point.
0: Portugal one up. Everything was going rosy for Uruguay until the news came through, and we'll talk about that game in a minute, that South Korea had beaten Portugal, mm-hmm. and that meant Uruguay needed another goal. Yeah. And then there was a moment of real controversy.
1: Yeah, I, I you showed it to me. Basically, it to basically
0: Nunez got into the box. To me it looked like Nunez handled the ball to control it which VAR didn't look at. No, the then he the... got into the box. The defender tackles him and uh, the defender tackled him and VAR tell the referee, go have a look at it. I think it might be a penalty. The referee went over, looked at it for a few minutes. It looked to me like the Ghanaian player got a toe to the ball. Yeah, the... Now, I think it was handball anyway, which yeah. they didn't look at, which yeah. they should have looked at. And the ref, for the second time in this World Cup, came away and said, no, don't agree with VAR, it's not a penalty. And Uruguay went mental. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because usually when the ref goes to the monitor, he's going to give the penalty.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, It didn't happen. VAR was a bit weird in this game because, like I was saying, um, the Araceta, which I think was the incident that you were referring to, Mm -hmm. blatant stamp on one of the Ghanaian players. And VAR didn't even look at it. Shocking. I I think it's terrible. And um, I think he should be suspended retroactively from international football.
1: Yeah.
0: Or, or, you know, three games, whatever. It's so
1: dangerous how hot. And he could have
0: stopped himself as well. He could have. He stamped on him on purpose. It was like, it was a stamp. It wasn't a follow through. He stamped on it. Yeah, exactly. You know, he did it on purpose. He should have been sent off. Uruguay should have been playing the second half with 10 men. Yeah. And then who knows, maybe Ghana come back into it and Ghana go through. Mm-hmm. Um but I think VAR was terrible in this game. I really do. Because again, making the ref go check for that penalty without even checking was it handball in the first place, which I think it was. And then clearly the Ghanaian player gets a toe to the ball. Mm-hmm. But he's saying, Oh, I don't know if he did or not. You better go have a look at it, ref. I thought it was terrible.
1: Yeah, no, it was shocking to be
0: honest. Yeah. Um, um... It was kinda of weird seeing Suarez was all smiles and happy and whatever. And then <laughs> you know, seeing him nearly in tears when he realized South Korea were after women and they were going home. Couldn't have happened to a nicer fella.
1: Yeah. No, I, was delighted. Um, I, was delighted.
0: <laughs> I absolutely delighted because like I I, it, I just you know, left your house by two minutes. Yeah. And Korea got the goal. The it was <laughs> one all, wasn't it, when you left?
1: Yeah, there's about two minutes. Yeah,
0: and then they got the they, they took the lead literally as almost you walked out the door. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh. but yeah, South Korea had scored. Uh, so basically, what happened is you're going to Korea ended up with a zero goal difference level on points. But South Korea had scored four goals, you're going to score two. Yeah. So South Korea go through on goals scored, mm. uh, and that's that's how it goes. But mm. um, I, I don't feel sorry for her on. I don't feel sorry for him. Like I said, there was a stamp that should have went punished surrounding the referee. They were throwing themselves on the ground constantly. Um, and after the match as well, they should be shaming themselves. After the match, going around the referee trying to surround him and give out to him after the game and all that. German referee. Uh, yeah, and I, I hope they get fined and I hope a few of their their, their coaching staff and their players get handed lengthy bans. wouldn't
1: expect it from Cavani and one or two others.
0: It was weird. No, no. um. Do you know what Uruguay seem like? They they seem like a uh, a team that Diego Simeone should be managing. Yeah, I mean yeah, they're yeah. very like Atletico Madrid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, in the way that they play, in the way that they play all this gamesmanship and go around, surround the referee, trying to get people booked and sent off, and ah, it was it was terrible. Yeah, it's kind of a bit weird. Now at the end there, I have never seen certain players now act. After- yeah, and, and I thought it was terrible. And I to be honest, I was delighted Korea went through because they were the team that nobody gave a prayer to. And even the Korean players, like we talked about the other day, after they lost their last match, yeah. were in tears because they felt there's no way we can qualify now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> just... so it was really bad after they'd lost to Ghana. It was like, you know, no, we don't have a hope now. Hmm. Um but they did have a hope um, against Portugal. Portugal again and other king that decided they were gonna make some changes. Weirdly enough, Ronaldo was injured and they started him. Yeah, strange one, all right.
1: I understand it. I just don't understand why why you start him if you're if he's saying he's on droppable and whatever. Yeah. Why is he you know, why are they start starting him? It makes no
0: sense. Yeah. I thought Korea deserved something from this game they gave it a goal
1: played very well to be fair to
0: um, i thought son led by example i thought he was very very good um, yeah. as you know i'm not, i'm an Arsenal fan so it's, you know pains me to say his first player played well but he really he really really was good for south korea today uh, his assist for the second goal was amazing and the timing of the run the finish was great as well um <coughs> portugal though again you know, they didn't change many players,
1: no, but they still have but a Pepe. few
0: Pepe, who's 39. Yes, yeah, his... Pepe was awful. I mean, they were all awful, let's be honest. Um, Ronaldo, I don't even know, did he touch the ball in the game? He he. Well, he was... well it was his fault for the first goal that Korea scored. Yeah, I mean, he was terrible. Ronaldo was absolutely terrible today. Yeah. Um, there's, there's no other word for it. He's thinking I about know... Saudi money, I'd say. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's it. He's wondering how much. but uh, i say they'd be withdrawing that offer if they watched him play today because he was awful. He
1: was pretty bad, right?
0: Um, but he wasn't the only one. A lot of the Portuguese players were poor. Except Pepe wasn't great at the back. Goalkeeper was a bit iffy at times. He's, he's, uh, he's there wasn't too to many players. Yeah, even guys they usually rely on, you know, weren't great in this one. Yeah, yeah. You know, Ruben Neves wasn't good, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Um Cancello oh. wasn't great, Bernardo Silva wasn't great. Like I don't know. I think it's just the case of Korea took their chances. They they, you know, defended really well when they had to. Um and, and the thing is it never looked like they were gonna come back into the game for a while. Yeah. It's pretty much like Japan last night. It came out of nowhere, it really did. Um like once Portugal took the lead, you thought, will they just grind out a one nil now?" Yeah, they not they... play well. Get the one yeah. nil. Uh, and yeah, they they got the goals in the second half, and we uh, as a result of that see both Ghana and Uruguay exit the World Cup. Which
1: is, which um, exactly Uruguay, but yeah, what
0: happened in
1: But Ghana, did have a lot of a lot of effort into.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, and Ghana were robbed, as we know, against Portugal as well, which would have, you know, maybe helped them go through had they uh, picked up something there. Um, they were just really unlucky, I think, Ghana. Very, very unlucky team in, in a lot of ways in this tournament. Uh, if if you go back even to that Portugal game, uh, Portugal's third goal looked miles offside, but I don't think VR even looked at it. Mm-hmm. Then you had the case where um, Diogo on goal threw the ball out at the end. And the Ghanaian player who he didn't see ran around to get the ball off him and just slipped as he went to take it around the goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so unlucky, and that would have been three all in that game. Then today, like we said, not a great penalty from IU, but again, Uruguay should have been down to ten men. One
1: hundred percent.
0: So a few decisions didn't go far again in the World Cup, and I think. They have every right to feel a little bit disappointed by that. Uh, But, you know, Ghana not making it through, so Korea do make it through. You've got to be happy with that, I think. There's so many surprise teams now into the second round. I I think it's amazing.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes, quality. Um, We'll be looking forward to a couple of these matches now. Like, Think of it, if we think of it now, there must be five, six teams
0: that Yeah, so we go through the games kind of in order. So we're going to have Netherlands-USA tomorrow, then Argentina-Australia tomorrow night. Sunday, we've got France-Poland, and then England-Senegal. Monday, we have Japan-Croatia, followed by Brazil and South Korea. Then we've got on Tuesday, Morocco playing Spain, and then in the evening, Portugal are playing Switzerland, and um, that'll take us through, I believe, all of the, uh, the last 16, isn't it? Um, and we will be on then to the quarterfinals. How how does it work? So, like, if Japan, to say they luckily won, who would they be playing? Um. <clears throat> well, the way it's going to work is, um, so we we'll go through that. So Japan, uh, what group were Japan again? I have to figure out what group Japan were in there now before I can uh, before I can go into that. And um, they played yesterday, Japan, didn't they?
1: Yeah. So
0: what group yeah. were Japan in? Yeah, what did G, what a... What's that? G was Brazil. So Japan would have been E or F. Mm. E, group E, right? So Japan are group E. Um, so the winner of group E, played a the runner-up of F. So if they go through, um, they would be playing against either the winner of G or the runner-up of H.
1: Okay,
0: so the winner of G is Brazil, so they'd have either Brazil or South Korea, um, if Japan make it through their game. Okay, um, and so, then the winner of A, which would be Holland versus B, runner-up will play winner C. So you could have Holland, Argentina. Or you could have that game that Japan and Korea. Could have Japan and Korea in the quarterfinal. In more it's most likely going to be, um, if Japan win. And that's kind of a big if because it's not an easy game for them. No. Well, um, you wouldn't fancy, you know. They could be Croatia. Certainly possible. Yeah. So you'd be looking at, a, you'd be looking at them playing. Um, <coughs> basically, if the Netherlands win against the USA, they'd be playing the winner of Argentina Australia. <laughs> and France play Poland, and they're paired up then with the England Senegal game. So France be Poland, if England beat Senegal. The New France, England in the quarterfinal.
1: That'd be something.
0: Um, Japan, Croatia, and Brazil, South Korea are paired up together, and finally Morocco, Spain, and Portugal, Switzerland. So you could actually have, um, you know, you could end up with Spain playing Portugal in the quarterfinals. Yeah. Um, two near neighbors, but equally, it could easily be Morocco and Switzerland in that quarterfinal. Yeah,
1: it's true. It's very true. With the way this World Cup is going, I wouldn't surprise me if an outsider wins the whole thing.
0: It's yeah. kinda of mad, isn't it? Like I, I suppose thing is you'd have said up until tonight, Brazil looked great. Yeah. But they were not great tonight. And no. then you look at other teams, you look at well, Argentina looked decent the last two games, but not brilliant. Yeah. And then you have the Netherlands who've kind of scraped through a little bit, but one of those two teams are probably gonna be in the set in the quarterfinals or in the semifinal rather. Yeah. Either Netherlands or Argentina, you'd say. France would look decent. But again, then they go out and lose to Tunisia.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So you're probably going to get like maybe France or England also in the semi final. Yeah. You know, and then you go along and probably from the Japan, Brazil, and then Croatia, South Korea, probably Brazil end up in the semi final on that side of the draw.
1: Yeah, and then you might have Netherlands and Argentina.
0: But But then Morocco, Spain, Portugal, Switzerland. One of the four of them is going to end up in the semi-final. And I'd hate to call which of those four end up in the semi-final. Because mm-hmm. it could be any of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, So we, we'll have to wait and see. But either way, we have games starting tomorrow. So we've got four days of games. And then we get a break. Our first break of the World Cup. Yeah. No games next Wednesday and Thursday. Um, and then we run into the, the quarterfinal games on Friday and Saturday. Um, and then I think there's a break for Sunday and Monday Um, and do they break on Tuesday as well no the first semi-final then is Tuesday the 13th second semi-final is Wednesday the 14th Mm. the third four-place playoff then is the Saturday the 17th and the final is on Sunday the 18th of December and eight days after that is the return of the Premier League
1: yeah, so it's all going on very, very, very chaotic. Um, yeah,
0: so Saturday the 10th of December not only will we have two quarterfinal matches, we have a return of the championship. So that's going to be a busy show that night.
1: It really will.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: It'll be a big... I'd say we'll just have to split it into two.
0: Yeah, we'll have two quarterfinals of the World Cup and also all the championship news yeah, as well. we'll, we'll do,
1: I reckon we'll just keep our show. We'll, we'll
0: do two shows, but we'll try and get them out at the same time, back to back. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. So, uh, something to look forward to there. And I am looking forward to the championship being back and just seeing how teams have coped with the break. Mm. Um, and we don't have to wait too long because obviously there is one game championship tomorrow. And I think we'll be able to squeeze that one in. We'll, um, we'll along
1: a with the, for about it briefly, yeah, tomorrow.
0: We'll be able to squeeze that in before we talk about the uh the second round matches between Netherlands, USA tomorrow, and Argentina, Australia, then tomorrow night. And uh, that's about it, I suppose. The group stages, lots of surprises, lots of shocks. Nobody really standing out yet in terms of how great they've been.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Um, but now, now there's no more wrestling players, there's no more of that, it's all you have to win or you're going home. So maybe in this round we'll start to see a team who we think can go all the way come out of it. Yeah, you would think so. But uh it's been such a weird World Cup, who knows? Like I'm I'm hoping it, Netherlands, Argentina in the quarter final, but the way this World Cup is going wouldn't surprise me if Australia beat Argentina tomorrow. Yeah. Um it's it's just been a mad results for World Cup for results that way. Yeah. Um Everyone is kind of last year. I, I really
1: enjoyed this being good,
0: being good. I mean, we, we think last night we had Belgium and Germany both go home. Mm-hmm. You know, we've Ghana, Uruguay gone today. And um, you know, big teams are dropping out, and then the likes of Japan, the likes of Morocco, the likes of South Korea. It's great to have those countries into the next round. USA even Australia.
1: Brilliant, outstanding. It's just great for neutrals.
0: It really is because. You know, you're so used to it being the European and the South American sides dominating.
1: Yeah,
0: that it, it is great to see like the USA and Australia and Korea and Japan and you know Morocco in there and you know Senegal there. You know, it's it's great to see these teams. Yeah. yeah, and they all came out of tough groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that a lot of them didn't have a hope of doing. So yeah, it's been a great World Cup so far. Are you looking forward to tomorrow night, then? The two games tomorrow? Looking forward to the Holland yeah. one, especially. I uh,
1: think the Holland
0: one could be a good game,
1: absolutely, yeah. I just um, don't
0: know what to think
1: of the Australian game because that could be a hammering.
0: Could be a hammering. Could be a case of maybe Australia will have a look at what did Saudi Arabia do and try and do similar. Yeah. Brian, maybe sit back, soak up the pressure and hope they catch them if they do get a chance. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but, yeah. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. We'll leave it there anyway tonight, guys, yeah. and uh, we will be back with you tomorrow night when we will know who our first quarterfinal matchup will be. Yeah, cool. So, thanks everyone for listening, and uh, don't forget to give us a, a rating in that on whatever you listen to. Perfect.